Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today, I want to talk about something that's actually not really dance-related, but it is dance-specific. So specific to dancers, especially maybe in big cities like L.A. or New York. Um, And it's about communication. It's something that dancers are notoriously not great at, right? We grow up saying, I communicate with my body. But in the real world, we also have to communicate with our words, right? We have to interact with people. We have to network with people. We have to socialize. We have to do all of these things. And I think we're really good socializers when we get comfortable with people, right? As all humans are. But when we're just meeting someone, it we're, it can get a little awkward. It can be a little weird. And recently, I was at a show, and I met this dancer who is in college, uh, very nice, very talented dancer. Um, but I met them, and we were talking, and there was one moment in our conversation where there was a pause. It was an, an awkward pause. I think we just finished our sentences, and we didn't really have, like, oh, let's keep the conversation flowing. Um, and they asked me who I danced for. And maybe this doesn't feel like a problematic question, but the thing is, I think in this big city climate, there's a lot of pressure for people to um, connect success with uh, or value with success, right? Like, oh, if you're dancing for someone, then you have purpose, you've made it, you are valuable. And when you bring it up in conversation, there's a weird pressure that this question holds to prove yourself, especially with other dancers, right? I know this might sound really intense, but this is true. And a lot of dancers get overwhelmed by it. And I mean, for me, I I mean, I've been in this industry long enough where I feel very secure in both my success and my failures to the point where right now I'm not dancing for anyone or any show specifically. But so I'm fine being like, oh, I'm not dancing for anyone right now. But there is a little pressure in my head. I'd be lying if this wasn't if I didn't say this. There's a little pressure to be like, oh, well, this is my resume. This is who I danced for in the past. This is what I, I've already accomplished. Like, almost like I need to prove myself. Um, and it got me thinking a lot that we as dancers need to be better communicators because we can be. We need to be better socializers when it comes to meeting new people. Um, and how do we challenge ourselves, especially if we're just getting into this industry, how do we challenge ourselves to ask better questions, and get rid of questions that are overused and personal um, or prompt, you know, generic responses, right? I think we can be better, and that's the purpose of this podcast, right? How do we do better and, you know, not find perfection, but how do we find ways to, you know, really show ourselves and not just go on autopilot of, oh, like, this is just how... Uh, This is just how people communicate when they first meet. We're just going to go through the steps. So in this episode, I really want to give you some really nice uh, alternatives to questions that are so commonly asked and overused in our community when we are first meeting people, right? So the first question I want you to delete from your vocabulary, if possible, is what are you doing slash up to? Yeah. What are you up to? I get this question all the time. This is not only a new 
early career dancer question. This is a question that people ask when they haven't seen someone in a long time at ballet class or in morning class or just on the street. What are you up to, right? It's just kind of like pops out. But the issue with it is that it implies that dancers always have to be doing something in order to be successful. And what it happened over this pandemic is this question has been brought to a new level, right? A lot of us feel uninspired. Why? Because nothing's really happening or nothing has been happening. We've been just living in mundane day-to-day lives in our homes, right? And Sure, you may generally be curious um, about what this person is up to, uh, but I think there's better or more creative ways to get into this. So let's try to delete what are you doing, what are you up to, right? The second one is who do you dance with or for? So this is the example I gave earlier about the dancer I met at the show. And I'm telling you that I mostly get this from young or college level dancers, right? So people who are just moving to the city, Um, and it's a question that appears to just size up someone's status, right? As a teacher, there's rooms I walk into sometimes where I can feel the energy of the dancers being like, okay, what are you going to offer me today? And it is one of the biggest turnoffs, uh, as a teacher I have, right? It's so, it's so nice to walk into rooms where dancers are just willing and able to do anything, whether that no matter what their level is, whether they're advanced or beginner, uh, you should never walk into a class and be like, what are you going to offer me today? Same with this conversation. You don't want to start off with who do you dance for? Are you worth talking to? Can you get me to the next place I want to be? All of these things are just implied, right? They're just implications for this one question. So once again, it it may be well-meaning, but To be clear, I think it's a young dancer's question. If you really want to know, Google is available. You can Google the person later. You can probably find their resume online. You can look at them on Instagram, see what they're doing, right? So that's number two. The third and final question I want you to delete from your vocabulary is how are you slash how have you been? Now, this is a tough one. And this one I wrote in here because it has to do with the times we're in. In this time, no one wants to be asked, or maybe they do want to be asked how they're doing, but it once again feels impersonal. And during this pandemic, a lot of people aren't doing that great, right? So it feels impersonal in a time when we are lacking connection. And whenever that question comes up, it triggers this impersonal Um, just off of the top of your head, just already planned question, right? So it's a basic question that prompts, once again, a basic response. And we all are well-intentioned. I'm not saying that if you are asking someone how they are, you're fake. I'm not saying that. But I think we have an opportunity here to make better choices in our questions so they get more meaningful responses and prompt more connection. Yeah. So those are the three questions, right? What are you doing slash what are you up to? How do you, uh, who do you dance for or who do you dance with? And then how are you slash how have you been? I want to give you some alternatives here to replace them with, right? The first one is how's your blank, right? And you're the, you know, it's a fill in the blank. How's your heart? 
How's your body? How's your soul? Etc. Whatever it is that you are curious about. Um, it's specific, right? And less overwhelming. Just saying, how are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a million different things. I'm really good in this realm. I'm really bad in this realm. I feel really uninspired in this realm. So getting specific with your questions is going to be better, even if it feels a little weird at first. So maybe for an example, um, I'm meeting someone who is a dancer and I've already figured out that they are in school and or they've just finished a intensive or a giant workshop or they have, you know, they just finished their first year. I might ask, how's your body? How's that holding up? How are or maybe how's your mind? knowing that that's a lot of information. So I'm showing them that I have prior knowledge about them, or I'm showing them that I'm listening to what they're saying before, because of course we don't want to start, how are you doing, right? If we don't know them, maybe they told us that they um, just finished a tour, or maybe they told us that they haven't been, uh, you know, doing anything in dance related, and now they're just stepping back into it. So we want to know where they are. Yeah. So get specific about the how are you question. That's the first thing we can do. The second question is maybe mentioning saying, uh, this is less of a question, more of a statement, but it can prompt more responses, more answers, and more feeling of connection. Tell them that you love seeing work that they're doing. or you love, And that can be dance work. That can be whatever mental work they're working on. Uh so maybe it's something you saw on social media you can uh, dive right into instead of, you know, fishing for info you already know. Uh, I used to do this a lot, especially at the early stages of social media. We would see someone has a project and then when we'd see them in real life, we'd pretend that we had no idea what uh, they've been up to. Right. Like they've been sharing, they've been talking about it. And then we're like, oh, what are you doing? What are you up to? Just talk about the project you already know exists or talk about maybe they said, you know, I'm going on a social media hiatus. You remembered that you say, oh, how's that going? Should I do this too? Like, did you what what have you uh, experienced since, you know, leaving social media for a time? Right. So it can be a project. It can be a lifestyle change. Um, maybe they're started a new hobby like woodworking or jewelry making Um like I said, a new mindset shift. Maybe they are feeling more positive lately. You know, let them know that you love what they're doing so they can expand on it for you. Maybe they want to dive deeper into that conversation, right? The big trick here is you have to mean it. If you don't care, don't ask. Yeah, if you do not care, don't ask. Uh, and this is going to take a lot of time, right? We're programmed to be like, oh, I'm really interested in what you're doing. Try to find what's uh, interesting for you and not just, you know, because then we fall back into that realm of just going through, going through the preset questions, the preset answers, right? It takes time and you might have some long pauses in conversation, but eventually you'll be a better communicator for it. Yeah. So complimenting them on what they're doing or, you know, knowing what they're already doing. Uh, the next one is share how a person has popped into your head or something that they said has popped into your head recently, right? Relating it back to them, back to you, like bouncing it back and forth that way. 
This idea stems from that whole um, idea of texting someone when you think of them, right? That mentality of like, oh, I was thinking of them and I should just text them. That's like, a, I don't know, maybe Oprah talked about it. Like, oh, make sure you're reaching out to your loved ones when they pop into your head, not just, you know, making it a chore. Um, but people love to be thought of, right? So this doesn't always work when you're just meeting someone. But if you were just meeting someone be like, and they mentioned something that triggers a thought, relate it to that. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I've been to this park, too, right? They just like maybe they had a they experienced a new beach or a new park. And you're like, oh, last time I was there, I loved doing this. Have you ever have you did you get to do that while you were there? Or like I said, relating it to something you just did. Maybe you took a class that reminded you of this person's like dance style or you know, you saw a dance film that re- thought that this person like just popped into your head because you're like, oh, they'd be great in this as well. Right. But once again, it has to be real. Right. Don't just say, oh, I was thinking of you if you have not been thinking about this person. Um, the last one I want to give you is actually my favorite one. And it's really is my go to because the responses from people um, are one, mostly positive and two, they prompt many different responses that can keep a conversation going in any direction, which is fun uh, and keeps you, you know, alert and awake other than how are you? Um, and that question is, are you loving anything in your life right now? Are you loving anything in your life right now? And you can rephrase this any way you wish. But what this one question does is it opens the floor to possibilities away from the professional realm, right? We live our careers you know, as, you know, especially when we're just starting out, our careers can be our number one thing, right? We're just trying to break into this. We're trying to figure out what, uh, what we want to do, but, or who we want to dance with or who wants us to dance for them. It's a lot of pressure, but what we want to do is also continue creating relationships that don't hinge on your professional life. And what this question does is it lets people open up about things that aren't in the day-to-day, aren't about class or work or, um, you know, auditions, whatever it may be. So add this question to your vocabulary. Like if you ever get stuck and you're like, oh, I want to know more about this person. I want to get to know them more. Ask them what they love right now. What's, what's happening in your life that you're excited about? What's um, something that brings you joy right now? right? Thinking about what positive things are coming to them will hopefully encourage a positive relationship with you and this person, whether you've known them for a long time or you're just meeting them for the first time today. So I hope this was helpful and I hope this doesn't stress you out. Of course, if you're in conversations and you say, how are you? Like, it's it's not a bad thing, right? I just think that there are better ways and more creative ways to engage with people and we can create better relationships from it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I really love making this one and it's been one that I've been wanting to um, publish for a long time. So I'm excited to finally do it. As always, please subscribe. Please check out our other episodes if this is your first time listening. If you are loving it, please review uh, and share this episode on social media at Breaking the Wall Podcast. Um, or let me know what you think on my own personal Instagram at it's Brandon Coleman. But until next time, have a great day, everybody.
and I will see you in another episode. Bye.